she's gonna hate me for saying this, but Twilla's barber shaved the back of her head. Yo! She has this hat on. Yo, what you're not gonna do? <laughs> so you see this right here? What you're not, Dion? Twilla, Dion. Twilla has his hat and and wig on because Dion, you just can't be calling out black her, women like that. Bar- we had this long discussion: is if sh- should we do the podcast or not? And she went to go buy this wig because yeah. Why would you? T- Yo. When I say it looks like a reverse Mr. T, because she has hair right here, but in the middle, it's gone. Dion. I said what I said. Dion. <laughs> y'all. Y'all just gonna let him do me like that? Oh my God. I can't believe I'm finna do this because he. All right, let's go. Shaved oh my gosh. Head, shaved head. Shaved oh head. Gosh. Shaved head. I'm sorry, my sisters. Head, I know this head, is not what we do. Head. I'm gonna cut too. So here <laughs> and then. You are loud and clear. I thought you enjoy when people smacking you. I ear. do not. I want to smack people when they smack in my ear. How about beatboxing? Is that is it a problem? No. What's the difference between and the spittle, the that the layer of spit moisture between like your tongue and lips that just lifts. <laughs> Ugh. So, why don't you like when people brush your teeth? What is the problem with that? Oh, so now you're just going to tell all my secrets. Yeah. Twilla has a problem. We're doing a cold opening like a movie. We're going to dive right in, and then when it gets good, then we're going to welcome y'all. Twilla has a problem people brushing their teeth. But she doesn't have a problem when she brushes her own teeth. Listen, it's one of those sounds. So it sounds like scraping to me. Like when people brush their teeth, the imagery that I get is like somebody like just going at their teeth like. And I just imagine like their teeth hitting the um, the bottom of the toothbrush. So like, so an, just, like an iron toothbrush. That's what it sounds like? No, it doesn't sound like I, I just like the bristles. Like, I don't know. I imagine people hitting that base of the toothbrush, the little plastic up against their teeth. And it just sounds so harsh and like violent to the mouth to me. But when you open your mouth while you're brushing your own teeth, you don't hear yourself. I don't hear it. Okay. Yeah. But I know when your mouth is closed, you can hear it inside your head. But It don't sound the same to but me. But if you open your mouth like this. You can hear it from your own ears. It does, whatever it is, when I'm brushing my own teeth, does not sound the same when other people are brushing their teeth. Like, my voice does not sound the same to me as it sounds to you. Maybe it does. It's just like stuff coming from your own body doesn't necessarily, like from the, I don't know. It just, I can't hear it the same. So, you, you approve your own farts, but when I fart. My farts are glorious. The fact that you said <laughs> farts. Let's be know you put in work. Women say toots, but the fact you said farts. I was just let's feeding off know, you. I was rolling with what you gave let's me. Let's know you got that. Baby. No, I was going with what you gave me. <laughs> like, we did not, we could not say that word growing up. You can't say fart? We couldn't say, I'm sorry, mom and dad. No, don't no apologize. Like, What's wrong with fart? We could, because it's not polite. We couldn't say. Polite? Boo boo. Like, you couldn't say boo boo. No, that was just like not. That's boo boo. 
That's not coot. We didn't say PP. I mean, you could say PP, but we didn't say PP. We said urinate, and what happens bowel if you, movement. What happened if you said poop? It was just like a lashing. It just wasn't proper English. No, yeah, my parents. Yeah, I, I, right. But what I'm saying, what happens if you can't say it? Like I my, can see cussing because it's actually cursing somebody or cursing us an event. My parents taught us how to talk proper and polite in you know, front of certain society. The 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 worst the worst that happened in my house that was a no no was the word piss. That was that was. Uh, oh man, that's just another. I don't know level. what it was about piss. You pissing me off, boy. That's just another level. Yeah, you don't say that. But could you say shut up at home? Not to her. I can say it to my brother. Could you say like? Could you call your brother a liar? Uh, that was a. You couldn't say liar. Like you try to be like they're telling stories, but it's the same thing. Yeah, it's telling the same. tall tales. <laughs> You're telling fables. Yeah. Um, I, I know you know what I, I was just raised better than you. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I have. You're, you're right because <laughs> I was raised by the streets. I'm not even gonna deny that. I'm not even gonna try to believe. No, 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 my mom. No, I was raised by the streets. That's why I'm thugging. I have a whole tattoo on my chest that says Dayton Views Thug of the Week. And I Wait realized immediately. Okay, here we go. You know, it's a, a, a regional a regional cuss word that I've never heard back home, but I hear it is the 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 top tier cuss word. The word cunt. Oh, that's not nice. Have you ever heard the word back home? I don't think I. I don't think so. Maybe I, like in college, like when we got older, but not. I never heard of that really. word until I came to Los Angeles. And I'm talking about like, I was 23 and I repeated it. I was like, whoa. It's just not polite. Polite. Of course it's not. But one thing is th- that word is like cryptocurrency. It's like you, g- you gave it value in that area. That's it, any word though. Like if right. you really think about words, it is like you give va- value to. And I can't believe I'm just rolling with this cryptocurrency analogy. But yes. you do give this currency in general. But right. you give value to certain things and give it power. But I mean, and that's just, is its intended language is powerful for that such that you can assign meaning to it. So I can pretty much create a cuss word like crepchit. Mm-hmm. Like crepchit. Oh my. And then if I create that, it could be the new cuss word. It can be. And that's like, because imagine if no words had any power and they were just words. Then it's like, how do you beautifully express yourself when you're upset? Yeah. I'm I'm about to create this cuss word. Crepchit? Crepchit. Hold on. Crepchit. That's from my, from my Crepchit's book. Crepchit's an actual. Oh, I was like, book. I read that before. That's from my book. Uh, 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 shameless plug. Um. Uh, Voyage of Truth is on is on Amazon right now. Uh, this is uh, part two, part one, and part two was on Amazon. Part one is an audio book uh, narrated by then the one and only Nia Watenza, Nia the Voice. Please go check it out. Uh, buy it, please. It's a really good please. book. Thank I'm you. not just saying that because you're my friend. It was actual. I read it like eight times. Yes, it was a she really good read. It. If you need someone. <laughs> you need someone to publish your book. Hands down, the best publisher in the city. She publishes books. She's done like 16. I was the first. 
She charged a pretty penny, but you know, gotta pay rent. <laughs> Dion. So that's how you do a code opening. Credits. Welcome, y'all. This What's is up? Go ahead. It's all you. Random ass conversations with Dion and Twilla, or is it Twilla and Dion? Who goes with first? Twilla and Dion. Who's the top bill of this? Uh... Twilla, I mean Tangy is. Okay, but who's born first? Welcome again. <laughs> we are back for another banger. We got a Desert Eagle and a pistol. I don't know which one has the most punch, but I just figured Desert Eagle sounds like it will blow a hole in your soul. So you woke up and chose violence today. I sleep with violence. Oh my. I have a relationship. Where's I woke my, up. Where's my holy oil? I, I woke up with violence. Uh, we had a, a debacle. We we settled it with uh, passionate sex and love. Then we slept and we had <laughs> we had makeup sex and we went to sleep with violence. I said we because then I added another partner with violence and this I what I'm tripping anywho that, that oil kind of sizzled was on your there forehead. really oil no is that hand sanitizer I just I just I didn't even take the cap off okay but I I do feel like I have to go grab my oil for you I okay. got some at home all right all right the evangelist missionaries speaking of oil someone please answer this question mm-hmm. you've heard of olive oil. You've heard of extra olive oil. Then there is a extra virgin olive oil. Why do they keep adding prefixes to this olive oil? Who's requesting for this? Wait, olive oil, virgin olive oil, extra virgin. Extra virgin. How do you make an extra virgin? That's like saying virgin breast milk. All I know is you only put EVOO on everything. I learned that from Rachel Ray. I didn't know about olive oil before her. None of it. So, obviously, olive oil is made of olives. Yep. Made from olives. Pressed. Pressed. Mm-hmm. Vegetable oil is made from... Like soybeans or something. Soy lime. Yeah, pretty much. So, why can they make soy oil? What's canola oil? It's like turnips or it's from like the rapeseed or something. I don't even know what canola like, Was it canola? Like oil. That sounds like a, a hood and then, chick. I mean, but like grapeseed oil. Like there's the other oils, avocado oil that actually come from these um, things. But I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's a great question. What is baby oil made out of? It would be be funny if it was actually made from babies. No. (laughs) Sounds like another issue is happening. (laughs) Like, these are the tears from babies. Johnson & Johnson, what type of factory you got? Baby oil. Yeah, man. So. Mortar oil. Keep going. Go ahead. Made from cars. Made for cars. Anyways. I, you know me. I was in the in the IGs, mm-hmm. in the comment section. Okay. And I really, before I get even get into the comment section, I just want to read you this, and I want to get your thoughts. Read you? Read you this. Read you this. 
That is not proper English, but we're going to mm-hmm. go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this guy said, y'all lose value every time y'all go out. Club, lounge, too many people seen you before. I don't want you if they say, if they don't say who that or where she from. This is a guy telling this little girl? Yeah, on IG. This is what he posted, his opinion. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jones Boulevard. Okay. I think people's names Fire. deserve to be out there. Fire IG name. So Mr. Jones Boulevard is like, don't be out in these streets at the club or the lounge because you lose value. And I don't want nobody who mm-hmm. people know who you are. Okay. And first of all, I that's condone that. What I'm joking. I'm joking. Like, I don't know his angle. I, I come to you for some things because you're... A man, a man, and not to say that all men think the same, but Mm -hmm. I'd like to know that level of thinking. Uh, As in a man saying, "I don't want no girl who is in the club, in the streets." Pretty much, he's saying that. No, he didn't say the streets. He he gave parentheses club lounge. Like I don't want. Basically, like if they're not saying who is she, I don't want you. Um. Is it a problem for a person to have his preference? People have preference, but I feel like people be putting their preferences out there like like as instructions or like looking down on people. Yeah, I mean, what if somebody's like, I, I don't want to meet a church girl? It's, that's his preference. Like, I want a freak. I want a girl who's in the club. What, I don't what, even what know what that means, though. Like, what if it's the opposition, though? But what does even... Like, at least I know what to do with I don't want no church girl. Like... But I'm like, what does a girl who enjoys social life like? What is to club too much? Like, what, what does my say? Hey, I don't want. I I want to. I want a, a, an introvert. Like, hey, if you out there, like, yeah, that, that, that's it right there. What that's what like, to me. Yeah, what well, if he's like, I want a girl who stays in. I like a. I like a domestic girl. He's. Like, I don't want no girl who's always out in the club. That's different. He followed it up with the too many people seeing you before. I don't want you if they say if they don't say who is that or where is she from. You know what? I think my boy Keenan Keenan uh, Baker said had a post about this. He said something about like, which one would you rather have? A girl that everybody's like, ooh, damn, that's your girl, that's your girl, or would you want a girl that nobody compliments? And that's a tough question because imagine if you would literally have the head turning girl that mm-hmm. everybody is looking at and you constantly have to have this tough skin of I I've I got in the ring with this because I knew that this was going to happen. Or would you want some girl that's like nobody and you just kinda like come on dragging her <laughs> dragging her hand like damn nobody likes her. Nope she has nothing that people like, but only I like it. As a, if it was the opposite, what would you? How would you feel about that? Uh, would you want a guy that everybody is like, "Woo, girl, that's your man, that's your man," or would you want somebody who's like, "That's your man"? Man, I'm at the point where I just, <laughs> I just want him to like me, and I like him. Like, hang on. Pivoting these questions, man. I, I, I'm thinking through it. Let you me said, think I just it. want. No, you can't open up with that. I opened up how I opened up. 
But oh, let me finish. The I don't answer. want no girl who just opens up. You don't about, even let. You won't even let me finish. You interrupted me. <laughs> so, if I can answer your question, do you want the answer still? No, I want you to answer still. So, yeah, I don't know exactly. Like, I guess, like, I wish I was cool either way. So, 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 if you couldn't answer by saying you wanted a guy that everybody is attracted to, that means there's something wrong with your well, insecurities. Well, right? no, it could be something with your insecurity, but it could also be like. Why do I want somebody that everybody's attracted to? Like, because then that's like a lot of people. Because then that's just like, who am I dating? Am I dating him for the fact that he turns heads? Like, what is in that? Like, it's still a he turned your head and he 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 chose you, right? But it's also like you know, like when people put stuff on the gram just for likes, like or you just so now you caring about what other people think i feel like it's kind of like you caring about what other people think that question is like really no i mean because what if it what if it caught you off guard what if like you was like oh i like that guy nobody has agreed that i like that guy and then you grabbed him um y'all start dating and now everybody's like wow that's you you gave him a haircut dressed him up now you literally see the true version of him mm-hmm. and i was like why is everybody liking him now that i like him oh i mean that's fine this whatever Anywho, was a mental wreck right now well whatever so anyway i was in the comments okay i was in the comments because of course, people are going to comment. Anytime any man comes, Kevin Samuels up in here, there are going to be comments. And uh, the one that got me was this girl saying, so a person gains value if no one sees them. Is this like cars choosing uh, losing value once they're driven off the lot? A woman can't be seen in her own city. If a man says he's ready to lock you in the basement, if, it, if a man says this, he's ready to lock you in the basement. This is true crime vibes. <laughs> He's like, I don't want nobody to be seen. I want to keep my girl in the face. <laughs> I, I think I, I have I have no answer to this. Um, I think you can pick apart anybody's comment. Um, and I'm starting to see a pattern here. Every time you find a post, it's usually a man talking because that's what's gonna be the best comments because you didn't pick the best comment no i said the comment that got me it actually had 151 likes okay that's okay that's right but for your information but usually because women are sick of men telling them telling them what to do like we're it's like that's where we are right now so now and it's like Maybe there's so many men's voices that have been amplified and telling women what to do that now any man who just is going to come along with the preference can get it. It's, maybe that's just the season we're in. Mm-hmm. But they make for the best comment section. Like It's like between that and politics. It's great. Um, don't save her. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> Thank you. Um... I I feel like I feel like 
the the movement that's happening now with um is being hold on, I can't think of the, the name of the movement, but it's being overshadowed by preferences like like and a standard and don't cut me off like opinion preferences standards um it's all kind of mixing together and people are finding a way to say you don't have the right to do this um this is a good topic right here about what's happening with um lizzo Mm -hmm. so i don't have a problem with a big girl showing her body Mm -hmm. body positivity Mm -hmm. the problem is there is a time and a place for this then people say stuff like well what about her she does the same thing it's like, who is it to say that that's still not a problem? That's a problem, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like, we normalized it because it was quote unquote attractive to uh, a horn dog, like a horny man. That's like, I like that. I like that. It's not a problem. Like, it's like, I, I am attracted to that. And then it's like, but I shouldn't have liked this in the first place. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So, so it's like, like if I saw my daughter do that, I'd be like, "Yo, you can't be doing that. Like this is, this is not cool. I, I don't want you to be having this as your image." So that is my standard for my children, right? Mm-hmm. So, but for a horn dog. That's his preference. Like, I want to see that. So when somebody else do it, it's like, hey, I'm doing this. And if you don't like it, it's body shaming. And it's like, why is it a problem? I'm doing this at this size. And you guys are saying that I should be losing weight or I can't do it because I'm big. And it's like, man, we are adding on to a we're adding on to a problem that shouldn't have been addressed in the first place so go for it no so i hear you and i definitely see where you're coming from so with that it's like again that's your your standards you know like that this should not been in place the in the first place but if we're 100 percent real here in the united states we have a over-sexualized right. um, society, period, point blank. We always see women hypersexualized from the early 90s Cal- um, Calvin Klein ads with the girls who were basically underage but with the short shorts and then the sensual poses, the music videos. Like These are things that, um, you know, rap music videos, rock videos, all the videos. It's all about pretty girls. Pretty girls on cars, like this has been the image and standard for America for a long time, not just the horn dog. So for you that might have more like a conservative view, like, you know, that there's a time and place for that. It shouldn't just be on my timeline all the time. Uh, That's your preference. 
Um, and few, and there have been people in society that voiced issues with that, mm-hmm. but because it's what sells and has always been marketable, then you know those voices got drowned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, we have to look at it like dessert. We have to look at it. Sexualizing people is dessert. It tastes so good. But we know it's not healthy. So, on yes. But on the other hand, you have like these images of women projected that usually is a certain body type, either like super skinny or like thin but curvy. Like we've had these images thrown in our face. I know all of my life, all throughout certain society, this is the standard of beauty. So, yes. So anytime you have somebody like a Lizzo or a plus size sister who's going to show off her curves... Um, in lingerie or nude nudity um, and then they decide to do it there are so many voices that saying you're too big to do this why are you doing this and so even though your voice might not be one of those voices saying your voice might be like hey sis you're gorgeous however I prefer not to see it that as often so 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 yes I do enjoy seeing it but it's like saying it, this is the this is a weird analogy, but it's like, hey, thinner women are like. This sounds so bad me saying this. Thinner women are like chocolate cake, right? It's like, oh man, I love seeing chocolate cake. I know how incredible it is. It looks delicious. I would like to have chocolate cake, and as soon as Lizzo do it, she's putting pickles on my chocolate cake, and it's like, oh man, you ruined it. And it's like, like, that's my preference. Like, I prefer the chocolate cake. This sounds bad. What I'm saying, this is the, the, the people's image of, like, the people that are not saying anything. They're saying, hey, wow, I love it. This looks so, this is food porn. And then, like, Lizzo's doing this, like, well, how about little pickles and cold slaw? It's like, come on, man, you can't do it, too. And it's like, and now it's like, now their, 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 their morals kick in because they, like, Oh God, you ruined it for me because the thing that I secretly enjoy looking at, you ruined it by doing something that I don't enjoy um, that preference. Does that make sense? I thought we I think we're on the same page of saying the same thing. Yeah, but it's, what I'm saying is like we shouldn't have ever gotten this far. right. So that's so what I'm saying in general is because we're in a society that has already gotten right. that far, mm-hmm. then this is like, this is the retaliation. This is the body positive movement. And it's like, hey, all body types can be seen and can be represented. Whether you like it or not, you shouldn't come at a person like that. So if there is an actual voice, an actual pure voice, not a voice who's like, because I don't like that, I'm going to speak out against it. But a voice more so like all this time I've been saying we need to see less, you know, provocativeness. If you know, like those voices get drowned out or get yeah. mixed up in the hateful voices of people saying right. things. That's why I don't say nothing. Like, and I, and I guarantee the most conservative preacher, top notch, you know, president, whatever, if they see some sort of uh, porn on Instagram, some sort of uh, nakedness in any form or fashion, they're not going to be like, oh, turn this away. They're going to be like, wow, this is crazy. They'll, ugh, I'm not going to like it. I just look at it and it's like that's crazy and they'll swipe. But they're not going to be like, Oh, I like that. I like, they just be like they just be like, 
you see this babe? You see this? She wildin' and they go like they they they're, they're, they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But if it's a problem, they'd be like, "This is an outrage." Now you have to, uh, you know, speak up because it's something that you don't enjoy. So, yeah, um, that's what I and I said what I said. You said a lot. I said what I said. You had that. You got it off your chest. Question: Have you been keeping up with the world news? No, please do tell what's happening overseas. So there's a lot happening overseas, all yeah, over the world. I've been catching like up with Sean King, he's been kind of giving me glimpses of yeah. what's happening. Yeah. So I guess um, I'm gonna just go straight to like Israel, and this has been happening for a very long time, right? So, um, but most recently, what's happening is in Palestine, Israel has like evicted and had removed um, some Palestinians residents um from these settlements so that their israeli citizens could move in and throughout these clashes caused wars kids and people are dying pretty much and this has been going on i know all of my life and um if you don't know the backstory to like um to that history is during like after the holocaust a lot of the european jews were um, didn't have like a home to go to. They have been, you know, they're basically refugees. And so, um, in 1948, Britain backed with the UN decided that these groups of Jews should be, you know, go back and be in this land of Palestine, which was way back when Israel and, you know, and you should have a map of all this. So you guess you explain it. But um, but basically, and at the time, Palestine was home to Christians, Jews, um, and Muslims, right? So you had all of these uh, people in this country sharing Jerusalem, able to live out through their faith and whatever, and so they resettled the European Jews there. So over time, um, you know, like. Palestinians have been pushed, pushed against the borders. And it's not just Palestinians, also like Samaritans, mm-hmm. they've been pushed against, you know, borders, living on very small strips of land, not able to like travel outside the country, um, getting kicked off their lands at any time. So basically over time, the country of Israel, because I want to be very clear in saying the country of Israel, not Jews, because we're not anti-Semitic up here. We're just telling the truth. <laughs> but the country of Israel has become like modern day colonizers. And they're, you know, pushing people off of their grounds, you know, off their land, out of their homes, um, putting them in these situations. They're always having to go through checkpoints. It's really bad. And it's, and it's really violent. And, but for so long, Growing up, I was always told not to question those behaviors or what's happening. Not from my, you know, like more from so from like church people, like because in black church, I don't know what they taught in white church, but in black church, we were taught, well, those are God's chosen people. This is a battle over religion. So just, you know, like choose God's people. And that's kind of how it always been taken, like the children of Israel. We all know the story of the children of Israel. So these are. God's people, and we're going to support them. 
But when it really comes down to col- uh, colonialization, what we know about everything is everything boils down to money. And mm-hmm. Palestine's a oil-rich country. Mm-hmm. So it's really about, um, you know, taking care of, you know, Israel trying to take care of itself, trying to come up with the buck, and in to the detriment of these to the detriment of these Palestinian um, citizens. And so basically, and the, the situation is dire and it's been going on for a very, very, very long time. Um, but if, if, you feels- had, if you had um, the power to talk to both countries, how would you, how would you fix it? Um, to power. So the thing is like a lot of times we want to say, um, there's there's good people on both sides, right? Like we hear that narrative okay, a lot. We hear that narrative a lot. And so and the truth is in this situation that you know like there they you should be able to live with a people. You know like they open their country to you to take care of you. There has to be some resolution where you're not pushing people off their lands. Like, it's really, I don't know if you've ever heard any, like, specific stories. Like, there's a lot of, sh- uh, like, Palestinian shepherds. Their lands get taken over time um, a lot slowly and slowly. These settlements are getting taken over. So, basically, it's like, listen, I know that you've been here for, like, 60-plus years. But, you know, these are actual true people of these lands. So, you need to either learn to live side by side with these people in, in these wars or no, that's no, there's no, or you need to li- learn to live side by side. You need to come with an agreement. Like there is no takeover of Jerusalem. There is no takeover of the strip. There is no takeover of the country. You first treat everybody like humans, stop pushing people off their land and you make it work. Um, you can't just say fix it y'all. <laughs> you gotta give them a solution by saying, "Hey, there's a compromise here. You guys are gonna take this. You guys are gonna remove this. You guys are gonna take this. You guys are gonna remove this." Do you, you know can't... how long the U.S. has been trying to do those I'm, talks? I'm, I'm asking you. Well, I don't know if all the. Had... There's a lot of like politics and stuff in it, like stuff that I don't rules and backstories that I don't know. Right. So of course I can say I just want world peace, but I don't know what it takes to get world peace. Mm-hmm. Um, people have to die to get world peace sometimes, you know, like that sort of thing. So. It's obviously very complicated because we've never come to a true agreement or a ceasefire. Do you feel like you have the power to be an ally right now? I actually do. Like, I do think that, and I don't know what's different this time around um, with these. Because you see the proof, you see it. Well, we could see it before, but a lot of people are willing to speak up. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are willing to speak up and not just... Um, would you be like on the streets and protest and all that stuff? Would you do that? I mean, like for any cause that I'm down, yeah, absolutely. To like, this right here. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I want to finish my thought. So um, there was a post that I saw. Um, I saw on Bella Hadid's page, but also seen it on Black Lives Matter. And it was like, if you're going to be out in these streets protesting for Black Lives Matters, for um, gay rights, L, you know all the LGBTQ 
um, human rights, then you also have to be protesting and fighting for this because right now what they're fighting for are human rights. Mm -hmm. And because this is a truly human cause, yes, absolutely. So the reason why I, I ask that is because it's news, but it's not the blaring, glaring news. It's like uh, people are just kind of like over the shoulder talking about it. Um, and I think it's because the circle of people that I follow, the circle of people that that it's you know around me aren't talking about it a lot. And this is why I think what happens when it comes to white people, like when you're all your friends are white, mm-hmm. black people killing, getting killed by police isn't in their circle of news. Right. Um, it would take something for the actual news to uh, amplify the, the, tr- the I can't say the truth, the story. Right. And then flip the, the truth. So now all they see is what the media has fed them, not the actual facts. Well, I do think that that's why I keep saying it's so different this time around because this has always been news. It hasn't been news to a lot of people, right? right. This has always been news. Like I was watching world news as like a six and seven year old and it was always on world news. Um, and earlier, you know, this year there was a story on NPR about it. He, uh, BBC News talks about it, but those are places, those are outlets where a lot of people aren't listening to or tuned in. Mm-hmm. But if you go down IG, it's not just friends; it's celebrities such as Viola Davis, like mm-hmm. Bella Hadid. Right. It's, it's, it's yeah, so a it's thing becoming then. a thing now that people and people are now like, wait, what's happening? Like, yeah. I, one thing about like social media, we can say it does highlights highlight issues that a lot of people didn't know were issues and it gives voice to certain topics and it enrages certain people like a lot of white people weren't um aware of the um black lives that were in danger or have you know that are in danger to um you know police brutality and things like that but baby the moment they woke up Mm -hmm. like my my white friends are still showing up Mm -hmm. like they're still you know like writing you know writing letters or thinking more positively like i'm working in industries where now like the request you know like we're opening our mind to not just thinking about hiring our local friends but asking like who else is it you know who else can you recommend who might be qualified for this job like we're opening the circles and people are doing the work and sometimes i i well for sure social media helped with that Mm -hmm. it sparked something right because um, if it wasn't for this, this happened twice. Things happened overseas. Um, remember, they actually had a date with it. It was like Coney 2012 or something like that. Yeah. Was yeah. It Coney or K- Yeah, K O N Y. Right. Yeah. I still don't know what that meant. And then there was something recently within the past year. It was like, what's happening over in blah, blah, blah? Nigeria. I know Nigeria was big this year. It was some, um, like a, some sort of uh, police brutality. It's happening right now in Colombia. Well, it's still happening um, in Nigeria. It's also happening in Colombia. Um, people were protesting because their president wanted to raise taxes on the poor and middle class. And they took to the streets to protest, and they sent out police 
Um, and like, there's been a lot of violence in the streets after these protests. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like the world, like when I say, have you been keeping up what's going on in the world? Any given day, you hear something that's happening in another country. Um, and it's usually has something to do with the oppressed, um, poor, um, the laborers, people are sick of being treated the way they're being treated and they're rising against, Mm -hmm. uh, the man. And it feels, it feels different. Like, I don't know if this is what it felt like when you had like all the labor strikes, but even like something I wasn't aware of, um, Boots Riley put it on his IG page. And then I started looking into it. There are people in our country, United States, quitting like their fast food jobs like whole entire staffs shutting down restaurants and you'll go like to a chipotle and there will be a sign on the door sorry we quit um just you know until people can pay us living you know pay us a living wage we're not working Mm -hmm. and 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 these aren't these aren't organized efforts these are um people you know within their own industries within their own companies being like i'm sick of this mm-hmm. i can't pay my bills no i'm not coming to work right. like what are they gonna do if nobody's working i would if i was a boss i would just hire five more people no i mean no that's real and that's what people are doing <laughs> but like i think it's connecticut it's up northeast where like people are actually like doing labor strikes and the governor called in the daggone like national guard to like quelch these labor protests it's stuff happening and you won't ever hear about it yeah but you know and, and like again the fact that it doesn't affect you it don't we don't care and it sucks because imagine without the internet imagine this is happening what 500 years ago internet is very new what 40 years not even that. Mm-hmm. Internet is what I would say thirty years max, but not like social media. Social media is even newer, right? Yeah. So that's how you get news around the world fast. So imagine if there was a tornado in Fresno, and I just never look at the TV, mm-hmm. and and I don't know that my grandpa was dead. I'm up preparing for a surprise birthday party and it doesn't affect me because I haven't been there. Uh, I mean, cause no one talked about it. So when I went, so I'm, that's why I'm trying to, and I mean this in the most, in the, in the most disingenuous way is I'm trying to sympathize with how ignorant white people are because of their circle of ignorant people so so when i'd be like i think the word was most genuous way most genuous yeah disingenuous means like not authentic but you were trying to be authentic i'm trying to be authentic but i i I don't want to be like i understand why you're racist like i want them to be like they're just misinformed and their circle of people are ignorant and they're being fed the wrong information. So when people are when people are corrupted, it's so hard to be like, man, you just misguided. Like we need to look so bad. We need to look at white people like a a juvenile who's been raised in the streets. And it's like, man, you got so much potential, brother. <laughs> it's just like, man, you 
You can draw. You can play basketball. It's like, I just need to put you in the right path, man. To teach you understand that. You know what? But then at the same time, some of these people don't want to learn. Like, when you discredit, like, the whole 1690 project. or You sound like a white person talk to a black boy. As in, like, he just don't want to learn. He he deserved to be in jail. Well, maybe they can understand why I'm so frustrated. Because <laughs> it's like, there's actually rules happening or, like, laws being passed in different states that basically are saying, like, any school where teachers teach, like, um, it could be, like, the 1690 Project or any, like, critical race theory, mm-hmm. that that school will lose funding. The schools that usually get those fundings are like majority black and lower income schools mm-hmm. that most need those fundings. And those are the schools that would be more, most likely to teach race, critical race theory, you know, like, or teach more of our true history because kids aren't into history because you don't, especially as a black kid, getting a history lesson on slavery is just like, I, yeah, that's nobody is like excited to say, yeah, I come from slaves. Where all the European history, you're like, and so and so were kings and knights and fighting here, and then they were explorers. Like to get that sort of history creates a whole different level of self esteem. So mm-hmm. then the fact that states don't want you to teach this to black students, any students, is problematic, um, just because it makes people look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's frust- it's frustrating because it feels like, and then I won't even say that they don't want to know. It's like the our country doesn't want, our states don't want this true history taught because it's they don't family. see the part. Yeah, it's, it's your it's your ancestors. If your great 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 grandfather was a murderer, raping person, you're gonna try your best to 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 flip it. To make it sound like they did the best they could, sort of thing. Yeah, and you know who did? You know who upheld these stories? White people. White women. White women specifically, like the daughters of the Confederates. Mm-hmm. Like um, after the Confederates lost the war, um, they still wanted to uphold their family history and to make their men look good. So, like through like donations and work networking, like putting different books out like or like the statues that we see in the small well in the south a lot of the statues we see were erected with daughters of the confederacy money and a lot of fundraising the flags the um, museums and even the textbooks like Mm -hmm. a lot of those textbooks and that was incorporated through the Daughters of Confederacy. So what does this let us know about history? History can be slanted because it's told by the person who wants you to hear the story their way. Mm -hmm. So now we're at a point where people are arguing about what facts are or what history is. And there's actual evidence like this book, this record states this about black people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is the actual record uh, documented thing. Nah, we don't want to... We don't want to cause division anymore. Because right, I've already created a circle of people that believe what I'm saying. Yeah. So this is this is a prime example, and this is kind of funny. Um, white people, once they have a circle of followers, it's so hard to be like, oh, my bad, y'all. Everything I told y'all is a lie mm-hmm. because I actually done the research. Because it's like I've, I've created a, 
I've created a, a pamphlet. I've created a coat. I've, I've, we got, we got, you know, charcuterie boards <laughs> that we come to fellowship every Tuesday and Thursday and talk about how corrupt black people are. It, when you create that sort of circle of like religion of like everyone's believing what I'm saying, it's so hard to be like, damn it, y'all, I'm sorry. Here's a prime example. Um, when I was a kid, my brother told me that uh, your bowels is the color of your skin color. So when when your bowels come out brown, I always thought, wow, that's crazy because I'm sure white people's bowels look like baloney coming out. I never researched it because it was the early 90s and I hadn't had white people around me that I could, you know, check out or ask, hey, when your dookie come out, does it look like baloney? So up until like 2003, <laughs> because how often do you look at white people's shit? <laughs> so... So imagine. I feel um, like a metaphor. Ima- <laughs> I'm imagine, looking at America. I look at it often. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, imagine, imagine being a sick. I would say I was. I would say 16 years of believing that, and uh, then realizing like, oh, he was just being silly. But if I told all my friends, because mm-hmm. nobody, nobody's talking about that. That's such a, a secret thing. So so imagine if I started a religion or started a a we got to stop black people from shitting in the neighborhood because I'm seeing it everywhere. Even the dogs are doing it. They this is because of the, the food we eat and it comes out like that. You know what I'm saying? If I had figured out a way to uh create a whole cult and have people raising money and and up until like Smart. And then I end up getting some 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 white followers. They like, wait, you think <laughs> <laughs> you no no because you got a mixed brother. That's why you got the brown stuff, brother. And and, <laughs> and now I'm a millionaire off of false misinformation. Yeah, it's so hard to be like, damn, I I I, I create. I got books. I wrote books about this. I have a website. I I can't take this back because of misinformation. Mm. And I I ran with this. 50 million followers on Instagram believing me on this. It's so hard to pull it back, man. It's hard, (laughs) but it's hard to pull back. But I also think, first of all, that just let me applaud you for that analogy. That. See, I'm like, you're mine. Listen. <laughs> but it is, it is. I hear you and I understand that it is hard to pull back. But that's where we are now. Like, there are a group of people who have been oppressed, repressed, and, um, you know, impoverished, dragged along, um, used as a pawn throughout history, who are like, we're not doing this no more. This is a time of reckoning. And I think the... Um, you know, the class that's been in power for the longest is like really battling it out from all sides. Like, oh, shoot, they coming for us Mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, put down the fist harder. But I think, was it in fifth grade, they taught us that in 2040, 
there will no longer be a white majority. Like, I don't know why they taught us that in school, why mm-hmm. it was so important to know that. But this is something these people have been thinking about for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And what we're seeing, the closer we get to that time is, yes, and you're and there's going to be a true they were it was they are aware and terrified because they saw this day coming where it's mm-hmm. like if the truth ever got out and it's not just black people people of color it's women um who are now standing up and being like first of all we're the backbone of this society you're going to pay me the same amount you're going to treat mm-hmm. me with equal rights and no we're not going to be your little tools that you treat as sex objects you know like it's it's um the lgbt community who's saying like we're tired of being like locked away and ignored and not seen we're going to be who we are like it's all these movements coming together of people are like we're going to get our true freedom it's not just reserved from one class mm-hmm. and this is where we are and this is your day of reckoning and i don't know if it's like the sooner you get the program the easier it is for you like because we're not giving passes out to the cookout like that anymore but you yeah. know <laughs> it you know it's going to be a long battle for you to be fighting but maybe that's why people are trying to get up and go to mars like i you know it's funny i think i think a lot of laws are being passed because when you were a child or younger, you grew up with that in like that drive to say, when I get old enough, I'm going to fix this. Like, like I feel like there was a there was a weed head at the age of twelve. It's like this has to be legal, man. Like this has to be legal. Why well, was it so good, man? <laughs> when I get older and I can fuck, I can change these laws. I'm gonna, gonna pass it. And say I feel like a lot of that is happening. Like there was a a young gay kid who was like, "We need more rights, man." When I get in when I get the office, I got yeah. to fight for this. And I feel like everything because I I feel like I feel like everything that has been passed that was so new is from somebody that was like either hurt tarnished or someone connected to like my mom was uh, you know was you know had breast cancer and i'm gonna fight for the cure for that yeah people this is i mean like and that's where we get our cause and our drive at early ages like of course that's where it comes from and it's also like these old fuddy duddies have been in power forever. Like Shout out to the word fuddy duddy. I don't know what that means. <laughs> fuddy duddy. F- fuddy duddy sounds yeah. like a member from the Chuck E. Cheese band. It's <laughs> 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 like this. Fuddy duddy. Like uh, uh, Diane Feinstein was like mayor of um, was it Sacramento or somewhere up there. Like in the eighties, like these people have been in power for a long time. It is time, and I see like like Nancy Pelosi. I love her. I love her pantsuits. She is old, so mm-hmm. of course when you get an AOC in the squad up in there, mm-hmm. doing things the way more millennials and Gen Zers would appreciate it is ruffling feathers. I, they just don't understand what's happening because for the past fifty years they've been doing what they want to do. Right, but. But also, so here's the problem. When you add all these new policies and laws and changes and bills, 
you're trying to build on a old machine. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like having a 1929 Packard vehicle that is built for this particular car. By the time it gets to 2021, people are like we should add, you know, a Bluetooth ear, you know, music to it. Just like, how do you fit it in here? It's like, if you don't do this, you're going, you're discriminating. You're you're, you're discriminating against our cause. It's like we're trying to figure out how to put this. Why do you? Why do we need a, a hybrid gas? It's like. This thing is running off of a. It's like we're trying to. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how I to pick add up what them. you're putting down, brother. Like I pick that? up what you're putting down. Yes, it's already basically so- you said burn the whole machine down. Yes, get a whole new yes. system because yes. it ain't working. It never, and 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 not to mention the vehicle was only made for white people. <laughs> We were never allowed right, in it anyway. Right. It was like you, you were supposed to be opening the door only. Opening the doors only. Listen, I like your revolutionary spirit. But you know what? I know that this country was not ready for a revolution because Bernie did not. You know, like, I think Bernie had a lot of the popular votes. But uh, I don't know if it's the power that be or the older voting people. Whatever it was, we did not vote for Bernie. Bernie was a revolution. Bernie would have helped burn this place down. <laughs> burn this place down and start over. Mm-hmm. No, and, I doubt it. He's he's just I mean, one person. He's one person, but like he would have been able to put like certain things in place. And if it was a true movement, a true true movement, we would have had more elected officials like the squad mm-hmm. um, across the country, and that would have been ready to affect. Um, and see more change. I mean, at least let's get our student loans canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and like to the least, we could even vote for Elizabeth Warren. You know, I'm always right. harp on that. Elizabeth Warren is like revolution light. You know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. if you weren't full Bernie, you could have gone with Elizabeth. And I know there's like third party candidates, but let's not even talk about those. Mm-hmm. Like, Third party candidates, if you're running for president, I need you to be prepping right now for not 2024. Let's start working on 2028 because let the people know who you are, what the platforms are. This, mm-hmm. I just hate when people come in, like when you first hear about them, like three months out mm-hmm. and you're like, there's no way you're going to get enough votes. Mm-hmm. Start talking to the people now. Where are you at? Right. Talk revolution. Talk that talk. Yeah. I, 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 this is this just when you said Bernie, this is what popped up in my head and Elizabeth Warren. I feel like Elizabeth, any president, don't have to be done specifically. Mm-hmm. They're like the coaches, right, of a basketball team. Black people are a seven foot tall. Loud people. What are you saying about my people? Black people are seven foot tall, loud people that we are seen. But white people, it is tiny thousands of them on the court. (laughs) Thousands of them on the court. Three point shooter. Right, three point (laughs) shooter. And 
we're trying and, and all they're doing they they're grabbing our shins as we're like yeah we trying to shoot and they're cr- crawling up on us and just blocking our shots and it's like like he's like i i like the, the president is like hey i'm telling you what we're trying to do run the play and the white people just like we're gonna keep blocking all these shots man we like it's it's, it's too many of them to 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 actually pass something because they're just running all over the court. They're they're dropping liquids. We're slipping, and it's like like I, I was gonna flip the analogy by saying the white people are the tall people. They block and stuff, but it's just like we can't pass anything because there's too many misinformed white people. Misinformed. That's the word that was missing. Misinformed. Yeah. Yeah. Because white people can white people, but <laughs> misinformed white people are the ones that's yeah. blocking the shots and. It's, um, I mean, yeah, that's real. And I mean, like, and that's where we have to start playing a different game. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to start looking at the local levels of politics and we need to, we could talk about this forever, but it really is just like, we rely too much on the presidency to do stuff in this country, not realizing that stuff happens on the municipal level. And, you know, and that goes to like, our police departments, the pressure that we put on them, our mayors, our councilmen, those people, the judges that we vote for, because that's where the punishments for crimes are coming from. And, you know, like all these different things like those at those levels is where we really should be working and looking towards. Man, no money and money. Speak on that. You're because, right. Because because I don't care how you're moral. I mean, we see what happened with Kamala. Kamala, um, like like even with you. If if you had a voice, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to do if you elect me. Mm-hmm. Then somebody come in and be like, hey, I want to pay you X amount of money uh, to fund this cause. Just stop talking about that. Not even like mm-hmm. saying something. Just stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Even though you're on record before you got elected saying that. They say, I'm not saying to you to say something. Just yeah. stop talking about that. You, you feel like you didn't sell out because, like, hey, now you can say, I said what I said in the past. That's your excuse for saying it. But it's my saying, hey, just until the smoke clears, yeah. just don't sit for like six months. Just kind of pivot from that. And now yeah. you feel like. You didn't sell out, but you definitely got bought out. Yeah. And that's what happens to a lot of politicians because it's like, man, this is my only way I'm getting funded. And that's why there should not be all this money and lobbyists and politics. It's so much. It's so much. (laughs) Like when you say and when we talk about it, like a revolution or changing the system, it's like. Things like that, that impact levels of work. Like when you have lobbyists and corporations, we have corporations creating rules. When you have corporations saying, hey, we'll help you. Like when it came to um, the Healthcare Act, uh, Obamacare, as we all, the Affordable Care Act, like we got a watered down version of what uh, President Obama initially fought for. Mm-hmm. And this was pretty much because you had the healthcare pharmacist group saying we will support you up to this point Mm -hmm. and if you cross that line we're going to go and pay these republicans all this money and we're going to run these ads Mm -hmm. and we're going to watch this entire 
bill Mm-hmm. down before it can ever see the light of day right. and so then you do compromise and you make things and so it's just kind of like we're we're not even a democracy we keep saying america's a democracy first and foremost we're a republic because we have representatives speaking for us but also um i would more so say we're like a capitalist republic where money talks money mm-hmm. influences a lot of things money influences a lot Everything. So, yeah, money is a big part. And with the whole uh, George Floyd um, police police act, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, in plainest, in this plain form, it's like, police, stop killing black people. Like, that should have been an easy pass. They're like, hold up. Well, what if? Right. It's like, God, why do we have to have so many ifs? What what if he had a fifteen inch knife? Like what is the what is the what is the length of the knife? They try to figure out so many loopholes yeah. to say if we by any chance do kill black people, is it in that policy? Listen, yeah, and it, you know it's so frustrating. We see videos of white people like stabbing cops, mm-hmm. running them over with cars, and still being alive. Like just treat me like that. Mm-hmm. You know, let it be the last thing. Like, stop being scared of me. Again, I want to say, I know it's, it, it, I know it's not going to happen when it comes to um, gun reform or gun removal. Wherever I don't know how you say it. Uh, what, what is the word I'm saying? Like, put, not, when when you uh, take a damn name. The NRA, like some sort of like, does the gun reform? Mm-hmm. Reform laws, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I know it's not going to happen when it comes to, to gun reform. I just, all I'm asking is if bullet power is at 10, turn it down to like three and a half. Right. Like a squirt gun. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it, all I'm saying, turn the power down. <laughs> Stop killing us. Like, if, if, if you, like, just give us rubber bullets, man. Like, it will hurt, yes. Give us a tracking advice, tracking device. Make it, make something stick into your skin. They say, pow, all right, it's in his system, so we know where he's at. Yeah, we just want to live. Like, we want, like, we have families to go home to. Jobs, careers, dreams, aspirations. We serve, you know, we have, we're people of faith or some people are not of faith, but we're good. We're people. Yes. We're people, period. And that's the thing. You just want to go home. But America has this crazy obsession with violence or, you know, and the killing of black bodies and showing it all over TV. And like, we know we have an obsession with violence when right after, you know, people can start going back outside. Mm hmm. Like it, the 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 mass shooting has just we back. It's like we back and we're making up for lost time. Mass shootings came back like the Saw sequels. It's like we're, it's one hundred and forty four already this year. One hundred and forty four mass shootings. We back, baby. It is May. We haven't even made it to half a year yet. It is May. I want this to be a soundbite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden. If you won't take away guns, turn down the power of bullets. If the power of bullets is at a 10, 
turned it down to like a three and a half. So it was like rubber bullets and it's like tiny little punches onto human bodies. If you can probably turn it down to a one so it can slightly penetrate the human skin and put a tracking device in it, you shoot it one time, is in his back, he'd be like, okay, we following him like it's find my iPhone. He's at 445 Mission Road, okay? We don't need to kill him. Hey man, yo Rick, we shot you like Tuesday. Come on out. Going to jail, brother. Come on. That's it. Say what I said. I appreciate that. Man, this was a heavy one. Stop killing black people. Stop killing Oh, us. oh, most importantly, I can't forget this. She's going to hate me for saying this, but Twilla's barber shaved the back of her head. Yo. And she has this hat on. Yo. She has this Yo. hat on. <laughs> <laughs> what you're not gonna do? So you see this right here. What you're not, Dion? Twilla, Dion. Twilla has his hat and and wig on because Dion, you just can't be calling out black her, women like that. Barber was supposed to give just a little bit in the back of her head, and they shaved all of it on the front. Dion, we had this long discussion: is if sh- should we do the podcast or not? And she went to go buy this wig because yeah. Why would you? T- Yo. When I say it looks like a reverse Mr. T, because she has hair right here, but in the middle, it's gone. Dion. I said what I said. Dion. Hilarious. She's not going to show y'all, but when her hair grows back, she'll probably show (sighs) y'all. Y'all. Y'all just going to let him do me like that? That is not even what happened. What happened? I got a new hairdo. Oh, <laughs> we saved that for the end, huh? I guess so. Yeah. All right. So we gonna show them, or, we, or are you gonna save it for? Should I save it for later? <laughs> I mean, this is your hairdo. This is your grand opening. I know. You I'm showing so your hair to the world. I do, but how do you like my curls, though? I like the curls. You like the? I like the O2 curls. Both okay. that, that wig is from O2, right? No. This is from like yo, pre-COVID. Yo, if, if if Twilla can find the picture, this is the hat that she wore when we first met. I know it's weird. I can't say we first met. That was the first picture we had together. I remember this hat she had on. Now I won't ever be able to find that picture. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I was like, man, what was this? I was like, man, what was this picture? At? She's like, I think this is our first picture we had at is it Coney and Comedy? Koinonia and Comedy or Coffee? One of them. Koinonia and Comedy. I don't know what that means. Fellowship. Fellowship. And he, you don't know Hebrew. Anyway, let's talk about this shaved head. I do not have a shaved head, Dion Lack. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm finna do this because you. All right, let's go. Shaved oh my gosh. Head, shaved head. Shaved oh head. Gosh. Shaved head. I'm sorry, my sisters. Head, I know this head, is not what we do. Head. Maybe I'll just cut two. I'm going to cut two. So here. <laughs> Check them dreads. We out here. We out here. She got dreads, y'all. Yeah. Looking like a young Dion Lack. Now I gotta look like you. Cause I started the dreads thing. I was the first person. When's the last interest. time you had hair? Are we showing hair now? <laughs> yeah, Dion. Let's see yours. Let's see your do. Hey, yo! Thank y'all for joining us Cut at uh, Random Madness. <laughs> 
random ass conversations with Dion Lack and Dion Lack 2010 because I had locks then. I like the locks, uh, Twills. They look Thank nice. you. They look nice you. I like them. Yeah. I could just get out of bed and go. I didn't have to twist my hair last hey. night. Yeah. Hey. Do, do you wrap it at night? Yeah, I still put on the black girl scarf. Okay. Yeah. It's called a black girl scarf? Yeah. Would you Would you be offended if a white girl had it on when you came by? No. Yeah. Because I feel like the the, the thing is to be like, oh, this is how you keep your hair from breaking? Okay, no, girl. but yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, um, would you would you point it out to your white friend if you spend the night at her house? Like, hey, you were, or would you kind of like? Oh, I'd be out. like, oh, no, I would ask. <laughs> I would ask because I went through life as a black girl with a lot of white friends. I went through life being the black girl at parties or sleepovers mm-hmm. with the scarf on. Having oh. to answer the question, why you got a scarf on? Wow. And I remember going on a trip in college with some friends, and the white guys were so mess. What is that on your head? Mm. You want to go to bed with a scarf on? Mm. So yes, I would. I would just be like, oh, so we wearing scarves now? When did you find out about hey, this? I Who w- was the black friend that hooked you up? I went all through childhood believing that our bowels. Brown. White people bows were white. Were white. Oh my gosh! You know I can hear better now. That I have all that extra hair off. You can hear what? I can hear myself better. <laughs> this is. Yeah. I don't have that layer. That layer. Hat and hat. Tell tell people why you wore that. Cause I. <laughs> what were you trying to do? I thought. Well, I woke up this morning and I was like, I'm gonna put on Marie. And you call her what? Marie. Marie. Why do you call your wig a wig or Marie? I mean, why not? She feels like a Marie to me. Mm-hmm. Marie's a little sassy. She's kind of cute with it. And then I was like, "Oh, it'd be silly to do a whole podcast with hair on." What if, what if wigs became an armpit thing for men? Like they wrapped it around their armpit. And was like, yeah, like that would be a thing. Like you know, this is this is Bruce. And this is Donald. Does women like underarm hairs? For no, women? no. Y'all get deodorant caked up in that mess. It's not cute. I'm sure there's a woman that likes underarm hairs. I mean, maybe she do, but she don't like the deodorant caked up in it. What if it had chest wig? You like you like men with ch- hairy chest? Not my thing. So that was like a, you know, like a a Ford a Ford uh, book bag. I mean, y'all are currently <laughs> doing. You put it on like as a wife. You're beater. currently doing chin wigs. Yes. Is that a problem? I haven't said Chin anything. Strap? I'm just saying like, that's the one thing I like is facial hair on men. And women. I like facial hair on women. There's actually women. There's a movement of women like confidently rocking their facial hair. I like when they line it up too. Remember, I like when women have the, the, the genuine 1999. <laughs> All right. We have gone way too long. Way too long. That's what she said. We are out. Random ass conversations with Dion Lack. See you next week. And Twilla, I mean. It's Twilla and Dion. Oh, we doing that. Yeah, because you did it wrong. Okay. You know about credits and credit placement? Twilla is first. Even though D is first in alphabetical order. I put myself first 
as a woman, I'm standing up for myself and putting myself first for no reason other than I am a woman putting myself first. It is. Speaking of alphabet, there's a line that I heard from Eminem. I'm going to end on this, I promise. He said, I am more than 26 like the alphabet. Something like that. I'm just paraphrasing. And he said, I'm out of this world more than alf. I bet alphabet. I don't know. Something like that. I can't think how he said it, but it was, he used alphabet twice. I bet it was fire when Eminem did it. Ah, <laughs> please cut this off now, Twilla. I, she's editing this. I just want to say, please like, subscribe, comment, like, subscribe, comment, share, hit the notification button so that you can see when these come out. Um, and we look forward to hearing from you, your comments, your likes, your shares, answering Dion's random ass questions. Yes. Until next week. Remove nipples from men. Thank you guys, guys. Ah!